staying with me, but if you're just checking us out, I'm Diane Markins, and this is Bold Living. We talked earlier in the show about a biblical perspective of the law of attraction. And if you weren't with us for that discussion, you really need to check out the the, uh, podcast of this because it's nothing we need to fear as believers. There's so much about the, the law of attraction. I have to admit, I'm one of those people that does an eye roll when somebody starts talking about it. And the, and Beth Meisner has some great stuff, so check it out earlier in the show. Now joining me on Bold Living is Pastor Dave Shrine, and I have to tell you a little story. <laughs> a few weeks ago, this girl had a real down time. I hit a wall, and I came to a screeching halt, and I called my friend, Pastor Dave, and I said, wow, I am struggling. I just feel like I am doing everything God wants me to do, and I I talk to him and say, hey, God, is this okay? But all I hear are echoes. I hear crickets. I don't see anything going on around me. I just kind of don't care anymore. I'm ready to just give this whole thing up and move in a different direction, and I'm tired, and I'm just, I'm just kind of over it all. And my, my buddy Dave just kind of came alongside me. Uh, I think he might have given me a little kick in the pants first, but then he had some really positive and great things to say. So I thought I'd invite him on the show today. And maybe if you are experiencing a little time where your tank is running on E, running low, coming down to the wire where you're going to start having those pings and noises and and you're going to come to a screeching halt, this might be something that you'll want to hear or share with someone else who's going through it. Uh, Pastor Dave Shrine is a pastor of media and communications at Mountain Park Community Church in Phoenix, Arizona. He's married to Sandra, and together they have a darling little boy named Isaiah. He encourages leaders in his blog at DaveShrine.com. Dave Shrine, thanks for joining me today. Very excited to be here. Thanks, (laughs) Diane. And you know what? You really did give me some—I mean, you just heard me. And sometimes that's all it takes is just being heard. Now— do you want to share the advice that you gave me that day? Well, I don't know if I remember exactly what I said, <laughs> but but I think the first thing that, that I have come to realize and I have to keep telling myself over and over and a little bit of what I shared with you is um, it's that's a really, really lonely place, feeling like I'm doing everything that I've been called to do and I see zero results, or at least I don't see the results that I'm looking for, and, and it even it even becomes uh, very easy to start playing the comparison game where we look at what we're investing in and what type of a harvest we perceive we're pulling in versus what somebody else is investing in and the type of harvest they're pulling in. And the more that I talk with uh, people who create and people who put themselves out in an artistic way, such as you do with your blog and with your radio program, the more that I talk to people who I guess I could say are like us, the more I realize that I'm not alone and that even that person who I think has, uh, who's just reached the pinnacle of whatever it is I'm aspiring to, they have those exact same feelings and they experience those exact same days. And knowing that, helps me come back to, okay, I'm not the only person experiencing this. They have to get through it just like I have to get through it. And that almost that success is a moving target because when you reach one level, you start wanting to succeed in another level. And when you don't get the response you're looking for, again, you go back to that place of why am I even doing this in the why first place? Why am I place? bothering? Yeah. And, and there's also a feeling, like you said, especially for creative people, but anybody in ministry, anybody in yeah. leadership of isolation. Yeah. 
we really feel isolated sometimes pastors people who are business leaders i you know i know my husband runs our company and sometimes you're kind of out there all by yourself there's a load you're carrying a burden mm-hmm. um a mission mm-hmm. and it's yours and the only voice you're hearing is from God. And sometimes that voice is so quiet mm-hmm. that you're not even hearing it. And you sure aren't hearing any applause. Yeah. And sometimes we need to fuel our own applause. We need to get that yeah. that kind of stoking of the fire, so to speak. Can you can you share some tips, some things that you've done or that you've told other people to do to stoke that fire of enthusiasm? Yeah, well, as I previously mentioned, it's something that I have to keep coming back to. I was recently at a conference in uh, Texas this past July, and one of the speakers there, you may be familiar with him, his name's Matt Chandler. He's the pastor of a church in uh, Texas called The Village Church. Great story there. You just got to do a search for Matt Chandler. But he said something that I kind of have grabbed onto, and on those moments where I'm working late and no one's there, and nobody sees the contributions that I'm making or on those moments where I am slaving hours over a blog post because I want to get it right. He said something that I keep coming back to. He says, God delights in you doing what he has created you to do. Mm -hmm. And just this idea of that needs to be for the believer. That needs to be enough to keep us going. Now it does help. I mean, I'm so glad that you called me that day because (laughs) I really believe in what you're doing. I I see Mm -hmm. all your blog posts coming through. I get your emails. I go to your Facebook page page, and I see what you're doing and I believe in it. Mm -hmm. And I, so I know that that's helpful, Mm -hmm. but really for me personally, I have to come back to the realization that God has designed me to do something specific. And right now he's calling me to serve my church in the media and the communications, connecting with people outside of the church walls. And a lot of times there's very little return on investment. I don't see the Facebook likes. I don't get the emails. I don't get the comments on, you know, the, the Twitter, the, the Twitter tweets we're putting out there. Right. But I just have to have confidence that that's what God has called me to do and say, you know what? Even if nobody else is giving me the feedback that I want, God delights in me obeying him. Yeah. And so I just, I, I just, I, I, I keep focusing in on that and I keep holding in on that. And there's something that I want to say that tags along to it. And I've been holding on to um, thinking about there's a uh, author named John Acuff. And he said something that I think is incredibly profound and we would do well to, to place it inside of our hearts. He says, you can never compare your beginning with somebody else's middle. And Hmm. what he means by that, he was working with the Dave Ramsey team for a while. And what he means by that is when he did his first radio program with Dave Ramsey, he he was blabbering about he didn't do a good job. But then he looks at Dave and Dave is just, you know, nailing it. He's just nailing it. If you listen to Dave Ramsey, you know, he he hits a home run every time. Every time. And he walked out and he talked to a longtime Dave Ramsey staffer. and He says, why is he so good? And the staffer says, you have to remember Dave's been doing this for 20 years. Long this time. is your first time. Yeah. And I think it's it's a great perspective to say social media, it, it, it lies to us in thinking that if we don't experience success, if we don't get that feedback right away, that somehow we are, one, either out of the will of God and what he's called us to do, or two, that what we're doing isn't working. Yeah. But I know, I know that if we are faithful, if you are faithful, if I'm faithful to what God has called us to do, he is preparing a harvest that he himself will send workers out to to pull in. And whether that's you, whether that's me, whether we see that, 
um, that that really is irrelevant because it's his it's, work. It's his deal, yeah. and and that's so true. We need to focus on that and and delight in what he delights in. But sometimes it's still mm-hmm. it's that seems. Uh, trite. I hate to say that because mm-hmm. we're talking about God and the Bible, but sometimes it just feels empty still. So there are practical things yeah. that I need to do, that you do. Mm-hmm. We're all wired differently. And some people need to just take time to be away yeah. with God and, and maybe give him a chance to speak. You, Your little kick in the pants to me was, Diane, write about yeah. it. I have been out of my primary purpose and my first love, which is writing. Yeah. I produce the show. I speak. I'm, I'm, you know, like I talked about in an earlier show, you know, I'm the pooper scooper sometimes, mm-hmm. but what it comes down to is I need to write. Yeah. That's what fires me up. Yeah. And when I do it and it just comes so naturally and I know the Holy spirit is leading me and directing me, that's what re-energizes me. Yeah. What about you? One of the things that really re-energizes me is I keep the little snippets, I keep the little papers, I keep the emails that I get from people who just say, hey, I just want to let you know that this made a difference. And I hold on to those. I just recently got one from, I I lead a small group of eighth grade boys at my church. Mm -hmm. And I recently just through snail mail, who gets snail mail anymore, (laughs) much less an eighth grade grade boy that sends it to you. Yeah. (laughs) But I got one in the mail. He says, thanks for being my D group leader. I love being a part of what we do every Sunday. And it's just like, Holy smokes, that makes it worth it. I've been doing that for two years, and that's the first attaboy I've gotten from any of the guys. But you know what? Those I, I went and I shared it with my wife, and, and I hold on to that. I've got several emails that volunteers that I lead um, have sent me just saying, thanks for letting me play a part. Thanks for helping me realize my role. Thanks for you know whatever it is I did. Yeah. And so I hold on to those. But I do, have, I do have those people in my life, and I'm so glad you called me that one day, but yeah. I have those people in my life that I call and I say, man, I've just hit a wall. Yeah. I, I need you. I need you to play the part of Jesus right now and just remind me that all of these other things that I'm getting distracted with that's taking me away from what fills me up. And for you, it's the writing, mm-hmm. right? For me, it's spending time with my family and then journaling about mm-hmm. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need someone to say, look, you're getting distracted with all of the details. You got to go back to what makes you, you and how God has wired you yeah. to recharge your batteries. We all hit empty. Yeah. And, and I, if, I think yeah. that's, it's just really an important thing to do. And you know what you said about those emails, those cards, those little affirmations mm-hmm. are so important. I have a friend and I get, I get some of that on yeah. social media friends that I really, people, I, I consider friends now mm-hmm. because I've met them through social media and, and they'll comment or share my stuff. That is, Oh, that means the world to me. Yeah. So don't ever negate that if you're listening and you click like on something yeah. on Facebook or you take five minutes and post something on the on at dianemarkins.com. That means the world to me. But you know, I have a friend that is not on social media. Mm-hmm. I know she's a dinosaur. She's she's really young and beautiful, but she's she's refusing. It's not her deal. But almost every week she sends me an email that that describes something about the yeah. show. She lets me know what she took away from it, not just the the blog post yeah. that took her a minute and a half to read or 30 seconds, but she she shares with me some insight that she got and says, good job, Diane. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. This is meaning something to people. Wow, I am telling you what, I have saved every one of those. And no one else sees them. It's not for any glory. It's not like I go, hey, look at this. It just means something to me. Mm -hmm. So when I want to tell you, if you're listening, 
don't forget to be that person mm-hmm. to other people. All of us are have our story mm-hmm. in the kingdom role, and and we need to be that person that sends that email, that sends that snail mail card, that goes up to somebody and says, wow, you know what? You are making a difference, and no one else may see it, or you might not even see mm-hmm. it, but it's mattering in a big, big way. That's the person we all need to be because that fueling someone else up also energizes me. How about you? Yeah, no, it totally does. And what you're describing there is, I think, a reminder that we all need to have that we have power, that we have influence, that we have the ability to affect another person's life in ways that they might not have experienced that day. When I was at FedEx, when I was working at FedEx and – And I would go into a place, I'd have 30 seconds to deliver a package. And I had to have something to measure. I had to measure myself by something of how am I being Jesus in this moment? Mm. And so the way I measured my success was how many smiles I got. Mm. And I would go, I'd deliver over 100 things a day, 100 100 packages a day. You couldn't tell me to go to 100 friends' houses a day, but I got to go (laughs) deliver 100 different places. And it's this idea of I have power in that moment to alter somebody's frame of mind towards something positive. And for me, it's, it's, I want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I want to bring them a smile. So, so I, I agree with you 100%. We have power. And if you are listening, just know that you have an extreme amount of influence in somebody else's life. You might not think that you do, but you totally do. Whether it's your kids, your spouse, somebody at church, go through the list of the relationship you have and you will find a very long list of people that you have influence over and who you can inspire and encourage because let's face it if you don't do it they might not hear it and and also if if you're not doing it they might not have the fuel to do oh, what God's absolutely. called them to do so we all play a absolutely. part in this whole big scheme Amen. so that's that's great well Dave we're out of time thank you so much for your wisdom and for being such an encouragement to me and to those little boys and everybody else, you're, you're a great a great pastor and a great friend. Uh, be sure to go to the podcast and listen to this, dianemarkins.com. You'll hear from Beth Meisner about the law of attraction and, and a biblical sense. And you'll hear this that you can share with Dave about how to refuel your energy. I'm Diane Markins. I hope you'll come back next week for more Bold Living.